Hey, it's Travis with the Side Stage Show. Join me every Thursday, noon to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF, heard throughout the Fargo-Moorhead area. You can also tune in online from anywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org for tunes, guests, interviews, even local community happenings. You can also check out the replay of our interviews on Spotify, iHeartMedia, iTunes, Buzzsprout, and more. Check out the Side Stage Show with Travis. Tune in, turn up, and jam out. Well, you might remember a couple of months ago, I was issued a challenge to bake a cake. Now, if you know your pal Trav, he's not much of a baker, but uh, Cake by Courtney, they said it was so good and so easy to do that even a guy like Travis could do it. So I accepted that challenge, and lo and behold, it came out and it tasted absolutely amazing. And I, I haven't stopped, quite honestly, because uh, Cake by Courtney, not only does she have amazing cakes, but she's got cookies and frostings and cupcakes. And we're going to chat with her because now she's back. She's adjusted to this whole pandemic thing and she's back with her own podcast. A lot of great things going on. She's got a great background, too, that I want to get into. So, uh, welcome on the show, on the phone, via the phone here from uh, Utah, good pal, Courtney Rich. Courtney, how are you? good well that was quite the uh the introduction and so i'm so happy to hear that you're still baking and that hopefully you've fallen in love with it a bit okay well i've got to admit something here to you real quick obviously uh they're saying about 70 percent of americans have gained five pounds uh during the quarantine and uh i kind of partially blame cakebycourtney.com because i went on there saw some cookie recipes and you've got churro cookies wow You know, I'm just going to say you're welcome. You are welcome. So my my hands are going to be full with working out this summer. But luckily, uh, from the way things are going, summer's not going to be about the bikini body. It's going to be about personality. So I might actually have a chance this summer. You know, I've been trying to get it to uh, to switch to the personality for years. And, you know, if this is what it needed to take, so be it. Uh, but, yes, it's a summer of a personality. And you know what? i got to say... At least these these pounds that we may be putting on, they're happy pounds because we're <laughs> yeah. eating really yummy food. We're happy while we're making it. So somehow, you know, in my mind, I've justified that, you know what, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Those are happy pounds. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for making time for us here in Fargo. Obviously, this whole pandemic has just changed Everything for everyone. Each community is adjusting differently. Uh, Each household, each state, unfortunately, it seems, is handling it different. How are things going out there in Utah for you? Um, You know what? We are are doing pretty good. We um, have been fortunate with not a lot of cases, not a lot of spreading. And so we hunkered down the first couple weeks like much of the country did. The kids went, you know, to homeschooling right away. Um, We kept our distance as best we could. Um, And in Utah, you know, we are a little bit more spread out. We're not a big city like New York and California. And I have family and friends in both of those cities. Um, And so we did not see it roll in quite like some of the other areas in the country. And so I felt very fortunate and lucky in that sense. Um, But it did change our day to day. You know, my husband's in the office across the hall right now (laughs) working and that's not the usual. He, you know, he would travel a lot for work. We both would. Uh, He would go to the office every day. And the kids, both of my kids um, are elementary school age. So I have a fifth grader and a first grader. And so they were out the door by 745 in the morning and mom got to do her work and really hunker down and focus on my things until about, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon. And then I could be mom 
in the in the afternoon hours most days and my classes have now been canceled at Orson Giggy yeah. in Salt Lake where we were doing hands-on classes so sure. it took those first couple of weeks where I was kind of thinking to myself how on earth am I going to do this because it felt chaotic and it felt uncertain yeah. I think we were all worried but as we slowly got into it and just kind of watched everything going on in our state uh, as well as the country um, and realized, you know what, we're not going back to school this year. We are going to have to come up with a new schedule. What's going to work best for us? Right. We, I, you know, I just kind of started playing around with when am I going to get my work done so mm-hmm. that I can give my kids the focus that they need and the attention they need to get through their schoolwork. And um, what was wild, I think, too, and I'm sure so many parents can relate to this. Once we did get into our groove and I said, okay, from let's say 9 a.m. to 12, I am teacher Courtney. I am taking on that role and I'm doing it. And I would start, and I only have two kids, so, you know, everyone's timing is different. But I, you know, we would get through their work and all of a sudden I realized, oh gosh, I mean, they're at school for six and a half, seven hours a day, but (laughs) the amount of work they're doing, you know, okay, we're closer to like three. We might actually be able to buckle down and get most of this done in the first part of the day with a couple breaks here and there. And every day was a little different as far as how my kids were responding to what they needed to get done and just the whole new normal. Sure. So I've had to take that into account. I think we've got to be flexible a little bit, but we kind of came up with our new schedule and I knew if I could just kind of power through with them the best we could in the mornings, then all of a sudden my afternoons um, became some of my work time. And so, you know, we're, we've been a team effort for sure. Fantastic. Well, I tell you what, obviously nothing's going to test a marriage or a family than being stuck in the same household 24 seven for weeks on end, but it sounds like you got it under control. And if anybody's going to have it under control, you obviously seem like the type of person that would do that. (laughs) Uh, any interesting new hobbies, that you've taken up since this whole pandemic. Not that you need one because you're you're so multi-talented in so many different things. Not like you need your hands full with anything else, but did you find yourself kind of picking up a new hobby at all? Um, not necessarily new, one, new ones, but revisiting some old ones. So just being able to have a little bit of time to bake things other than cake and try other people's recipes rather than just spending time developing my own has been really fun. I actually got... Um, for my birthday earlier in the month, vintage cookbooks that my friend got me Ooh. from Etsy. And these are books that were published in the early 1900s. And wow. I've had a lot of fun going through those and baking the recipes as written and published in 1940 wow. and seeing how those cakes come out and then saying to myself, okay, how can I update this, enhance the recipe so it works um, with a little more flavor, a little better rise. So that's been one thing. I started training for a half marathon again. Hey. Um, that um, it just got me outside every day. You know, I don't right. need a gym to run. And so even on snowy days in March, you know what? My legs can work. I can get outside. I can I can run and do that. And so that's been fun. My half marathon was canceled, but I'll I'll still run my thirteen point one on the day that it was planned. And and maybe just keep you know training and do something in the fall if that works out. But that's kind of helped keep my mind focused in sure. a lot of ways to be able to to have that to plan on and count on and, and I know my training and my schedule there so um, those have been a couple things And Right. Well I tell you yeah. what if the rest of us need any motivation or inspiration to get off our butt and get some stuff done just go check out uh, Courtney Rich here on social media. Wow, you you seem to not only always know how to stay busy and productive and proactive, but you 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 seem to also manage it and uh, balance everything. So good for you. I'm going to need a course in that. Maybe Thank that's going to have to be the next thing you you teach people is how to uh, 
manage this new normal and this new lifestyle because you seem to have it down pat. Not only are you managing your life over there, but you have a brand new podcast. And to me, this just makes sense. Anybody who doesn't know you, uh, you've got actually, you come from a family who was very, uh, very successful in TV and radio and news. So you having a podcast just makes sense. But I want to first ask before we go into the podcast, you started out in that direction where your family, where your family was, but then you took a little detour. How did the detour happen for you? Yeah. So, I mean, I always had my eyes set on being a news anchor and reporter and in college, that's what I did. And, um, but I, I came across media consulting Towards the end of college, I did an internship with a consulting company in Los Angeles, and I really fell in love with this with this other side of media that I didn't really know existed until that point. And so I um, worked at a television station for a, a little bit, and I immediately got into the consulting side. And I went around the country, and most of my job during you know it was over a decade of work um, with consulting. I, I spent traveling the country, moderating focus groups. And we would test television shows and talent and website usability and branding and advertisements. Um, and I loved it. It was it would be crazy because I would, you know, with the kids, I would fly out on my last flight. I could, you know, if I was leaving L.A. to go to New York, I would take a red eye. I would do groups that day. I'd leave that night for the next city. And it was always a whirlwind. But I really enjoyed getting to meet all these strangers. And I'm, I'm thousands, you know, over the, the course of a decade. Um, thousands of people across the country that I spent a couple hours with just for one moment, you know, and as we would talk about a television show or media behaviors and, you know, there's so many different things around media that we would be testing. But during those conversations and interviews, I learned so much about these people that I would never see again, but I always walked away from those groups or maybe a conversation on the airplane just thinking, wow, I feel lucky I got to meet that person. They had something unique they had a story to share there was something um special about them and i think you know the more we allow ourselves to connect with the people around us strangers on a plane or a bus you know even if it's just a smile it's, it's this momentary connection you make with someone and that feeds your soul i just there's no way around it and it's kind of made me sad about going to the grocery store with the mask because i can't even really smile at the person walking by and that might be my only connection I have with someone else for the day, depending on what kind of day it is, you know? So right. I, I just really appreciate those moments, especially now looking back, but I just, it, it kind of feeds into the love I had for storytelling and being able to learn people's stories and hear from people. And like you said, both my parents were in the broadcast industry in different ways. My mom did some on air talent and my dad's always been behind the scenes. And I've just always had a love um, for news, for stories, for, you know, investigating and reporting and sharing those things. And now it's all kind of coming full circle and I get to do that with the podcast. That's absolutely a great lead into your podcast because as you were saying, you like to get to know people, share their stories because we all have one. And so much of what we see on TV, whether it's the news to even reality TV, which is not reality, yeah. uh, it's, right. it's it's all kind of fixed and it's all kind of uh, maybe not real on the surface. But your podcast is really great about getting to know people, whether they yeah. might be somebody who's in that spotlight to somebody who's behind the scenes or just an totally. everyday person. You're out there yeah. sharing 
people's stories. And I think more now than ever, that's what's important. We want to show that, hey, we're all real, no matter what you see yep. in the in the social media, on TV, on radio, in the papers, whatever. When it comes down to it, we're all people. And your your podcast really shines on that. And in fact, you even chatted with your mom and dad uh, as yes, your, a couple of your first guests on this podcast. Yes. And uh, tell me how that was actually turning things around and interviewing your folks. I know for you, it was just kind of a conversation, but there's also an element of interviewing them and getting to know a side of them that maybe you didn't get in depth with. How was that for you? It was so fun. And, and my siblings have loved it, but it's, I just felt like, you know, my first episode was my story. It was me finding my joy in my journey and, you know, how this whole cake thing came about. Um, but then I felt like, okay, for my followers and anyone else out there listening, my parents are, I, I think they are um, such a reason as to who I am today, you know, and they, getting to know them means you're getting to know me more. And I, you know, I think many of us consider our parents or people in our lives heroes, right? Just the everyday people in our lives are these heroes. Yeah. And my parents are just always been you know the light at the end of the tunnel for me the shining example of who I want to be and and they've had their trials and some serious ups and downs in their own lives you know my dad's father was an alcoholic and they had a really troubled relationship while he was growing up and he was the youngest in the family and it wasn't until you know after my parents divorced and it wasn't until his adulthood that he was able to figure out you know why he had so much anger against his dad and um, he worked through that and he has been able to use the qualities he got from his mom um, to to kind of heal and then also to be able to learn to connect with other people and my mom just she oh my gosh she re- reinvented herself time and time again before she was 30 years old she um, created a, a game that was just nationally known she was on the Today show They've just done some incredible things, but also, you know, through um, some hardships. And I've learned so much through both of their resilience and their hard work that I just felt like, you know, if I'm going to start with anyone, these are the two people that I want other people to get to know. And and we've got some other great stories coming up, too. Fantastic. Well, I want to shed some light on something. First of all, a kudos to you, because, again, up until this pandemic, the side of Courtney we were seeing is, cake maker uh teaching us how to make your cakes we've seen you on the today show we've seen you on kelly clarkson you were that person that on the surface this is my brand this is what i'm about this is what i love to do this is what i'm enjoying but now switching gears with this podcast you're now shining the light on real people real stories about people and you even said your first episode was about you and i the where i want to give you the kudos is you shared something in your own story that you were diagnosed with anxiety and depression. Is that correct? Yeah, when I was um, 19 years old. I, uh, no, uh, 18. 18, yeah, 18, 18, years old. 18 years old. So now here we are, and I think listeners tuning in right now and even people who tune into your podcast and are getting to know you want to know somebody who was diagnosed with those things is now faced with the pandemic like we all are, the challenges it brings not only to you as a person, but your family, to your career. How have you managed to keep your cup full, stay positive, (laughs) and realign what you're doing to make sure that you don't lose focus and maybe even fall back into some of those anxiety and depression moments? Because I think we've all faced some really major challenges during this pandemic. How have you managed to stay on track and stay positive? 
Um, I think there's been a few things. One um, is that a few years ago, and it was only a few years ago, that I realized uh, my condition, um, the mental illness that I thought was only going to be temporary back when I was 18, uh, was never truly going to go away. And it was something that I couldn't just get rid of, but it was something that I needed to start to learn to manage. And that was just a few years ago for me and kind of came through some self-discovery and some work that I was doing on myself. And I, you know, over the last few years, especially, I've really tried to focus on, you know, what days and I often I have a journal um, and I like to write how I feel in that journal and was today a good day did I did I feel any anxiety coming on what um, what caused it was there a catalyst to it Um, when I have those moments of darkness where I can feel the depression creeping in and I just went through a really bad week to be honest with you um, but there was a catalyst to it and I could recognize that and that helps me to work through it. So writing down, I think, is so important to be able to recognize your feelings, especially on these moments. Because at the end of the day, like we are, we are meant to be happy people. We are meant to feel joy. And I truly believe that um, whether we believe in God or a higher being or just the power of the universe, I believe that we are meant to have happy spirits and to feel joy. And so if I'm not feeling that way, um, I've got to try to recognize what is creeping in and, and causing me to feel dark or to feel sad or to feel anxious um, and, and starting those uh, anxiety attacks or panic attacks. And then when those come in, and sometimes it is out of the blue and we can't control it right away, um, is being able to, in the moment, recognize what it is and work through it the best I can. And sometimes that means it is five minutes of of heavy, heavy breathing and trying to catch my breath and trying to calm my heart rate. Um, but as soon as that happens, being able to, to find new focus. And I just think it's so important that we find the resources to help us understand what anxiety is, what a panic attack is, what depression is. Um, because if we can learn more about those things, whether we're going through them or someone else is, we're just better able to cope with them ourselves if it's a personal thing, or we're better able to to talk to someone else about it who may be going through it and recognize the signs in other people. So for me, journaling is, is really big, um, being able to recognize the feelings and my day, you know, how I am going throughout my day. But I do really like a schedule, and um, I, I'm not totally OCD, OCD <laughs> but I, um, I like to start my day the same way, and so I'm always up at 5 in the morning. Um, I, I do some scripture study. I do some meditation. I pray. I read. Uh, that Those times um, and those hours in the morning, it's the only time of day right now where no one else is awake and my house is completely quiet and sure. peaceful. And I really try to take that time for myself to get started on the day and do a little planning. And with that, I can say, okay, I've done this every, and there's exercise nearly every day. Uh, I would say like five at least five days a week but I just know that puts me in a good mental place to take on whatever challenges or ups and downs will come my way during the day um and just you know helps me to to focus more and be positive and helps me feel good and you know and then from that part you know after the morning and and getting going every day is a little bit different but I feel like I'm I'm better armed with the um just the things I need to do to to handle you know, just curveballs that may be there or anxiety that builds up or depression. And, and I just, I think it's important to just remember that tomorrow is going to be a new day. And to, though today may, may be a hard one and we feel dark and we feel sad, 
you know what? Tomorrow's a new day, and there's hope that that new day is going to bring with it some happiness and a better feeling. Love it. Well said. Wouldn't you like that sort of positivity and hear the realness in podcast when you check out Courtney's new podcast, uh, Beyond the Cake? And uh, I can't wait for the next episode because we've gotten to know you, some of your story. We've gotten to know your mom and her story, your dad and his story. Who are we looking at down the road that you'd really, hopefully, maybe they're not even booked yet, but you would really love to just have them on your podcast chat and get to know the real them? Who's kind of on your radar? Oh, on the radar. Um, Well, a uh, college basketball coach, his wife, actually, um, is on my radar. They are the, Mark Pope is the coach of Brigham Young University. And his wife, Leanne, is, I've heard her speak, and she is just incredible. She grew up in a family that her dad was a basketball coach. She went on to go um, be David Letterman's assistant for several years. And now she's a basketball wife coach, and she's just truly incredible. Um, I'd love to have Kelly on the show, Kelly Clarkson, because we've done a few things together. And I think it would just be so fun to to just catch up with her and, and, you know, hear about life at home and with her family and the mom life, you know, rather than we get to see her, you know, all the time on TV. But she is just one of the most genuine people you'll ever meet. And so I think she'd be so fun. But I do have a couple great ones I'm excited about right now. There is a... A young girl that came to my cake class one time, um, she developed alopecia, so she lost all her hair when she was 10 years old. Wow. And she has just an incredible journey of, of learning about how to love herself, not based on appearance, but based on who she is. And I got to talk with her the day after she walked into high school for the first time without a wig, without a heart, you know, a hat on, and just learned to truly embrace this this different and new her and at just such a young age at 16 I mean to be able to really understand yourself and have self-love to to be confident enough to do that is it was so inspiring I'm just like oh I mean I love talking to her she was so great um so there's some cool stories yeah Yeah, I can't wait and if people want to find your podcast where should they go uh so it's all over I mean you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to a podcast, we are there. Um, and also every episode is on my YouTube page and it's on my website, cakebycourtney.com. So hopefully you don't miss it and you can find it really easily. Thank you so much, Courtney Rich. We always love catching up with you. You're you're a, a bright light to, to us all. And uh, we really look forward to seeing what you got around the corner. Thank you so much. So, so appreciate this. You're the best.